This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, After Buzzers, if you're listening to this, you obviously already like podcasts, and I'm going to go ahead and assume that you like music too. On Spotify, you can listen to all of that in one place for free. Spotify has a huge catalog of podcasts now on every topic, including the one you're listening to right now, as well as other shows that After Buzz TV does on all your favorite TV shows. On Spotify, you can follow your favorite podcasts so you don't miss an episode. You can download them when you have the internet to listen to them when you don't, and you can share what you're listening to with all your friends. All you got to do is go to the Spotify app and search AfterBuzz TV followed by whatever TV show you love because we cover over 150 different series a week here. You can even browse podcasts in the Your Library tab. Make sure you follow this show because you never want to miss another episode of AfterBuzz TV. What's going on, Survivor fans? It is the season finale of Survivor. We are here to talk about it. Chris comes back from Extinction Island. Finally, something happened with it. Rick works tirelessly to stay in the game. Several tribals to talk about and a fire-making challenge that will go down in Survivor history. We are here to talk about it. We want to know your thoughts. Don't click away. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Survivor fans, I cannot believe. (laughs) Is that what we're doing? Is that what we're doing? And I was not in on that. Apparently, I have to lead the show. Now all three of us are here. We're in tips and trouble. I can't believe it's the finale, you guys. We're not used to a full panel anymore. <laughs> we are. We are. It was crazy. This, I, like I said, I texted you guys because for those of you watching at home, we watch at different times. And I was texting them. I was like, oh, thanks, Survivor, for waiting to the last episode to get really, really good, in my opinion, right? This episode was beyond stressful. Tim and I were, like, holding each other, squeezing each other's hands for <laughs> life and death. And it was stressful. Like... Yeah. I was stressed out. I mean, like Veronica said, we were literally holding each other's hands. I'm pretty sure my hands were sweaty. We were like, it was the last 30 minutes of this two hour, two hour, two and a half hour season finale was, uh, was very stressful. And I, I'm glad that they brought it, but I honestly feel like it was a little too little too late. Mm. Um, I would have loved, I mean, we'll talk about it. But I would love to have seen this amount of anticipation and this amount of anxiousness throughout the entire season. And there were there were little hints and, and pieces of it uh, throughout the season. But I uh, it was a little lackluster compared to what we just watched. And I get it; it's a season finale. It's supposed to be like, oh my god, crazy. But I just feel like other seasons have had this amount of, like I said, anticipation throughout the season whereas right. not yeah. just the final episode that's I, right yeah. I, just, I completely agree with you Tim I think like we finally got an episode that was just crazy and so so good the all overall as a season like it was kind of fine uh, David versus Goliath I was engaged the entire time but this season I don't think I ever felt at the edge yeah. of extinction blood versus water for me wow. I was on my edge of my seat the whole time I we're gonna talk about it but I think 
a lot of my feelings about this season stem straight from the theme. So I don't like things that happen because of the theme, yeah. but I'm going to let you get there. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, so I do want to start off the show with talking about how Chris won his back from the theme, which is Edge of Extinction Island. Um, Eleven players, they come back, they have to do their challenge, attached to a rope, obstacle, bridge, maneuver two balls, table maze. Uh, Chris, Joe, Eric, and Aurora were pretty much holding the lead. Mike, I want to know your opinion on this because I asked Veronica while we were watching who yeah. do you, who do we, who do we think was going to win. Veronica, you said Joe. I thought Aurora was going to come back. Who did you think before Joe. You, you thought Joe? Absolutely, yeah. He was crushing it. Um, he was doing really, really good. I mean, Chris was doing really, really good from the beginning too. So I was kind of going back and forth, but I just I saw that lining up, and I thought editing wise the music was turning that way, and I was like, all right, cool. Joe's getting back into it. Like, let's see it. And he let it slip away. He did let it slip away. We want to know your thoughts. Who did you think was going to come back from Edge of Extinction Island? Was Chris a dark horse for you? I mean, he won his way back. Congratulations to him. Just like when Rick won, I gave Rick yep. his props, even though I, I have never really been a fan of his. But when you come back from Edge of Extinction <laughs> Island, when you come back from anything, when you win yeah. something, you know, it's a congratulations. You give this person props. You give this person credit. So congratulations to Chris for winning his way back. But what I loved after he came back was how... Jeff kind of explained Edge of Extinction Island, and he he says, you know, it's they're they're they as in like the the creators of Survivor and everybody behind the scenes thought that adding Edge of Extinction Island would add a new layer to the social experiment game, which is Survivor. I want to know your two opinions on the Edge of Extinction Island, and after Jeff explained it. Do you think it does it justice? Or maybe there could have been something. I'm gonna give. Hmm. I'm gonna give you my opinion on this. But longtime fan and friend of the show, Sheena One Two Three, has correctly pointed out that we did <laughs> not introduce ourselves. I am one of the panelists, you guys. Mike <laughs> Thieling to my right. Hey everyone, Veronica Valencia. We were so excited, we totally forgot. <laughs> That's all right. I am Timothy it. Michael Sheena One Two Three. Thank you so much for keeping us you guys on rock. point. Oh, as you rock! Always. Thanks for joining us on the chat. Okay, I don't. <laughs> I, uh, I don't. I don't like Edge of Extinction. I don't like it as a concept the way, and we talked about this last week, the way it was implemented. I think it's a cool idea if they did a lot, lot more with it. Yep, and I thought when I was watching this episode, wow, there's a lot of filler because we never talk to all these people who get voted off for so long. We never hear all about their stuff. It's just like it feel, felt to me like they're really trying to fill this episode. And again, that was in the beginning. I got really excited as the episode went on, but I don't, I don't like Edge of Extinction. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that. Uh, Edge of Extinction was poorly executed mm-hmm. because they kind of just got sent there. We never knew. Also, the time at which uh, contestants came back, I thought was very unbalanced and off, and it didn't make sense to me at all. Uh, I also just think that, you know, for for Jeff to come out and say, oh, this is to expand the social experiment, I think it would have had more effect if we actually saw it have, like, <laughs> be more, have more of an effect on the social experiment. Yes. Yeah. And there would be, like, the little, you know, package of the person who just got eliminated and sent there, and, you know, how they're all beaten up and torn up about it and everything, but that was ever, that was pretty much we ever saw about it, so how can we say, oh, yeah, it really uh, tested their social game when maybe it did, but I felt like from a viewer standpoint, it was just kind of there. We never saw a social game really happen on Edge of Extinction. The uh, little scavenger hunt things, they never really had an effect on the game. It was kind of throwaway stuff. Who cares that they had to run up the mountain to get rice and <laughs> things like that? I mean, I don't know. Again, we go back to it every week. Props to Reem. 
for getting probably the most screen time of anybody voted <laughs> off first. And again, in the race, she got a lot of screen time, too, in words. Like, great. Well, I mean, not only that, but props to Reem for being the first on Edge of Extinction Island and not giving up. That's a testament to her and her character. And I'm actually very proud of Reem for, for sticking it out. I mean, she didn't do much, but... I hope that that her sticking it out and being in the game and not raising the mask proves more to herself than winning the million dollars, as a lot of people said tonight. Mm. I agree Got with a the great both tan. of you. Yeah, exactly. And, and a great. She looked beautiful in the finale. <laughs> um, I, I do agree with the both of you, and I want to know viewers in the chat and or anybody watching if you did like Edge of Extinction Island. Please let us know. But I agree with the both of you. I thought it was Veronica said it perfectly. I thought it was poorly executed. I felt like if they had many challenges at Edge of Extinction Island and maybe did like a progressive like this person got voted out of Edge of Extinction Island or even stayed but they racked up the number of challenges that they each won on Edge of Extinction Island um, but they all stayed I just felt like a lot of critiques from the viewers in general at the uh, no, sorry not the viewers in general uh, the contestants in general at the end was oh Chris you were at Edge of Extinction Island and you didn't do anything there so I mean I, that's an obvious critique right you have right. to have it you have to have it real quick I'm sorry to cut you off not but something somebody put in the chat wanted to throw it up anybody who's watching us live right now there's going to be spoilers we've seen the ending so if you guys are on uh, the west coast and you haven't seen the end just uh, alert alert thank you guys yes spoiler, spoiler alert hey. <laughs> hey. thank you for that spoiler our wonderful alert. engineer in the booth um, I, I want to talk about now, Chris is back in the game. He pretty much has to hit the ground running. Did you think that Chris was going to make it as far as he did? I, a part of me was thinking, yes, he would. Just because I would have found it slightly pointless mm -hmm. had he come back into the game and then just gone straight back to the edge. <clears throat> or in this case, to the straight to the jury where they yeah. got all pretty. Just because it's like, <laughs> what's the, you know, this whole gimmick that they're playing up all season. Oh, they're finally going to get back in the game for their chance to win. And they immediately, the next night, go home. I thought it would have been slightly pointless for the whole thing had he gone home the next night. So I'm, a part of me was like, I think he might. And I'm glad he did. Hmm. I thought he definitely could have. He's an easy, obvious vote for everybody. But I loved, loved, loved how hard he played right when he got back into it. I loved the, I'm sure you're going to talk about the Hidden Immunity Idols and everything that Devins and him came up. I love them getting back together. And I, I really like that he played hard. I'm, same thing, I'm glad that he didn't go out right away because that just wouldn't have been interesting. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I love that when he first came into the game, he was willing to talk about to anybody and talk about anything. He literally said, I have information. If you want it, come and talk to me. I thought that was a very smart yeah. play. I feel like him working with Devins, and we talked about it before in, in other seasons and in this, in, this se in this season, where somebody does something to you and then you shut the door on them and then you don't want to work with them again and it's just, it's a, it's a fault and it could really hurt your game at the end. I'm glad that Chris didn't come back and say, you know what, we might have made amends at Edge of Extinction Island, but that was a different, that's a different time. We're here now. He had a choice. He might not have been like, he could He could have easily been like, I don't want to work with you, Devons. But he didn't do that. He kept the door open for every single person to play with, and I think that that worked to his, his advantage. I want to just piggyback off of that real quick, Tim, because I completely agree with you. Some people who were probably still in the game could have said, oh, I can't trust Chris because he's working with everybody. But we also have to to realize there are some people in that final and that other five that Chris hadn't even met yet. Yeah. So of course he kind of has <laughs> That's to open. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. Final six, right? Yeah. So it's like you have to open yourself up to the idea of working with everybody because there's you don't have many options of people to work sure. with if you consider Rick backstabbed me. 
I don't know Julie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I mean, I, you, he met her on the boat on the way over, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about the first immunity challenge, um, which Julie won, surprisingly, to everybody, honestly. Uh, but there, it was a challenge of obstacles, a balance beam. You have the bag of puzzles. You have to solve a circle puzzle. We've seen it before. Uh, but this also had a reward. It was uh, steak and chocolate cake. Uh, wow, what a reward. Mm. <laughs> it's like, okay, steak, chocolate cake. Great. Thanks, Chef. Um Victoria was first. I thought that she was going to be a front runner in this challenge. Uh, like I said, Julie kind of pushed out ahead and won with the help of Chris, which is what I wanted to ask you guys about. Because how did you feel that Chris helped her? But further than that, how do we feel about Devin's seeing Chris helping <clears throat> Julie and then immediately was like, oh, what? And then wanted to go over there, too. I want to know your thoughts. I was very surprised. It's a great question. I thought, and I guess mistakenly, that Julie was working with Devons after everything that's gone on. Pardon me. Same. So I was surprised that Devons cared, and especially that he called out Chris. Like, whoa, Chris, Like, I don't know what you're doing. Like, He's just trying to help her win because I thought you guys had a little three-person alliance going on. So that was what was really confusing to me. Mm-hmm. It was kind of surprising. Because just before that, you kind of had seen Chris and Devin's sort of making amends and kind of come to the conclusion, oh, you know, like, I'm not going to hold it against you for what you did to me kind of thing. So you think that there's some kind of bond there. But then you obviously see him helping Julie. But to be, again, to be perfectly honest, I think at that point, Chris wasn't willing to throw away any chance he could have to make some kind of connection with someone. And that's another thing that, like I said, Chris hit the ground running. I mean... Chris wasn't going to win that challenge. He was so far behind in the puzzle, he wasn't going to win. So if you're standing next to somebody who is winning, why not help them? I mean, his help probably could have gone unused. It could have probably been just whatever, like, oh, I didn't really need your help. But it's the thought that counts. And it shows because sure. once Julie wins, she goes ahead She goes ahead and picks Devin. Now, her argument to picking Chris. She picks Chris. Devin, uh, sorry, Chris. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, her argument to picking Chris wasn't the fact that he helped her. It was more of, hey, you've been on edge of extinction. I love eating rice and coconut for the last 25 whatever days, and you need to eat something. Right. But then she also goes and picks Lauren, who, once again, she says it at the finale, and I don't want to jump too far ahead, but she says it was an, uh, an alliance that they were working together with and nobody knew. It definitely caught me uh, as a blind side as well, because I was on the same page as you, Mike. I thought that her... And Rick were kind of working together in some kind of way, especially after the last couple of votes and the last couple of tribals. So when she didn't pick Rick and pick Lauren, I was like, oh, okay, that's an interesting play. I was... Oh, I wasn't really surprised at all that she chose Lauren. I forgot which challenge it was that her and Lauren got to go off on that reward with the other two guys, and they hatched a scheme together to maybe try and work together and form an alliance, Mm -hmm. which is why Lauren was always kind of against previous discussions of possibly voting out Julie. So I wasn't really surprised at all that she chose Lauren. I thought it made sense. I was. I was very surprised. But I think she just figured, there's no way I'm ever going to beat Devin's. So... Little does she know, I honestly think she wasn't going to beat anybody in that final six. Mm-hmm. But I think she just went with who she thinks she could beat. And, you know, yeah. that's basically it. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I do think she should have just kept working with Devons. I mean, I wanted Devons to win. Fair, you know, full disclosure. But I was very surprised that she kind of backstabbed him. In the last one, it was her and him. That mm-hmm. was it. Like, yeah. he faked the whole hidden immunity idol for her, just in her benefit. And it can we all agree that it saved her last week, right? Yeah. That sa- yeah, his yeah. action saved her last week. So I was really surprised. So then we find out at the reward feast that 
Julie and Lauren pretty much want to target Rick. Chris brings up splitting the vote between Rick and Victoria. So now, at this point, I was like, okay, maybe Chris isn't really completely 100% forgiven Rick. So maybe he might be entertaining this thought of, hey, I will possibly vote out Rick. And then on the other side, we've got Victoria, Gavin, and Rick. And there, Victoria's also talking to Gavin about voting Chris. <clears throat> so it's like Chris once again versus Rick. And it's the two people that are in alliance together. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was really funny. Yeah. yeah. Chris also got the same idol that Devin's got. And this is what I wanted to ask you guys because I thought it was interesting. Because after Chris got taken to the reward challenge, Devin's obviously immediately had feelings about how he helped Julie and how if he could trust him. And then as soon as they're alone together back from the feast, Rick asks Devin, uh, Rick asks Chris, hey, What's in your bag? Because I know they gave you something just like they gave me something. Now, my question to you guys is, do you think that Chris would have told Rick about that hidden immunity idol if Rick had not brought it up? Absolutely not. Hmm. Well, just because it's like if you if you have an image, and, it, and again, like it makes sense for Rick to know this, but maybe in Chris's mind he wouldn't suspect that because his mind is all over the place. He just got back in this game. He's not thinking, oh, Devin's might be on to me that I might have something kind of thing. Yeah. He, would, he definitely wouldn't have told him had Rick not confronted him. So who would he have told? Lauren. Lauren. Got it. Yeah. What did you think? I, I don't think he would have, but I think it was the perfect move for Devin's to make. Absolutely. But when he was away at the reward... Chris did not reveal that Devin's told him that the hidden immunity idol was real. So that was my hint that they were truly working together. Yes. I, to very, go, just to rewind a little no, no, bit. No, no, no. You're so completely that's right. That's why I wasn't really surprised that he did go ahead and reveal, oh, yeah, I, I have the same idol that you have, and didn't even try to play it off. Because I thought, for sure, at that point, they're working together. You're right. And that... And that him not telling uh, Lauren and Julie and everybody else on the tribe that... Rick's idol, in fact, was real, should have definitely given us a clue that he was actually working with Rick. In as far as he knows. Right? Exactly. Rick could have been lying to him, but he didn't say, like, yeah, Devin's told me that it was real, so we, you know. Yeah, exactly. I want to talk about this first tribal council um, because Rick is still kind of disappointed that Julie didn't pick him. Yeah. And he starts this whole fake crying, and I wanted to know your, well, <laughs> I, maybe I already gave my opinion away with the you fake crying. Did. I did. <laughs> but I wanted to know your opinions on do you think that that was genuine or not? Can we actually rewind of super quick? Just because let's point out, I wanted to know what you guys thought of Lauren promising to use the idol on Chris if Devin's plays his. Because that was before this, this tribal. That's right. I thought that it was a smart move. From Chris and from Lauren, only because Chris once again used his information from Kelly right. to to kind of plant this seed with Lauren and say, "Hey, if you don't use your idol correctly, or for yourself, or for somebody else, that you're not building up enough resume to actually win this game in the end." Right. And I feel like that stuck in her head and made her paranoid about, "I have to use, I have to use, I have to use it correctly, I have to use it correctly," and that's why she was so amped about using it at this tribal. Yes. And I mean, what did you think, Veronica? No, I agree. I think that she got paranoid because it's true. She was holding that onto that idol since very early on in the game, and she hadn't needed to use it. She hadn't, excuse me, need to use it. Uh, I also just think that, I don't know, maybe she could have also thought that Chris being in the game is also their biggest chance at possibly getting Devin's out the next time around. Yeah. No, and if they vote him out, then what's going to happen? Yeah, I agree no. with you. If Going back now to Tribal, I don't know. I, I'm not 100% sold that the crying was fake. 
I don't know, but I, Tim hates Rick Devins. I do not like him. I I like him a lot. So <laughs> I am in I, the middle. You're in the middle. <laughs> I'm literally in the middle. Literally in the Yeah. I thought we might have literally seen one time where he cracks a little bit, and it's like, and it, it just kind of got to him. It, you know, he's like, look, yeah, I wanted to have steak. I'm tired of being on the bottom. And maybe he got some a little bit. Who knows? Maybe he was feeling extra homesick or something like that. Tim just thinks the worst of Rick Devins no matter what. I just so, didn't think that it was genuine. I feel like his his performance, I mean, you could have did a little bit better about the it. The majority of people in chat agree with you, so fair Thank enough. You. I, See, if, yeah. if it My came, loyal chat <laughs> If it came out that it was fake, I wouldn't be surprised. I'd buy it. Yeah. Here's the thing. I can genuinely believe that maybe he was very frustrated with always being attacked because yeah. and being on the bottom because yes. he was always a target. I can believe that he was genuinely feeling distressed from that. I don't know if it was enough distress to cause him to cry. Agreed. Thank you, Veronica, for clearing that up. Middle! Thank you. See, you have a a place here in our hearts. Um, So the vote, Rick plays his idol for himself, uh, rightfully so. Awesome. Lauren plays the idol for Chris. Awesome. um, From day two. She had this idol from day two. I totally forgot that it was day two that she found it. So kudos to her for playing it, but she didn't need to play it because Chris only got one vote. Victoria got two. And it just bummed me out because I'm like, so you could have used that on one of the last tribals for yourself, and you would have never, you she would have never gone home, you guys. Yeah, insane. She wouldn't have. But I don't want to jump too far ahead um, because Victoria winds up going home. Poor Victoria. I mean, she had a, a very fair, fair exit. I don't think that she probably would have won the game. I don't think so either. At the end, it's interesting that they thought she was so much of a, a threat at that point, more than Lauren to vote her out. Well, something in the jury saw her as a major contender because that's what Chris came back and said yes. the jury is looking at her so that's why they use that information to get her out. We didn't see it but it's something behind the scenes. I think it's because uh, if from a game standpoint Lauren didn't send anyone home in a backstabbing kind of behind the scenes way. Victoria did. Mm. I forgot who it was. I think it might have been Eric yes. that she sent home and kind of blindsided. Eric can go to Edge of Extinction with that information and be like, hey, look at what Victoria did, guys. Yeah. Mm. Before we go to the next topic, you guys, we have such loyal fans. I'm going to throw it over to Mike. Oh, my gosh. There's, you know, a group of people we would never vote off our island, and it's all of you guys listening and watching us right here. (laughs) (laughs) We love you guys. Everybody watching live right now in the chat, we see you, Eric, Desiree, Chels, Nathan, Cassidy, Eric again. (laughs) We thank you so much, and if you're listening, thank you so much. But, you know, we don't just talk about reality television here. After Buzz covers all sorts of shows that run the gamut of different genres, reality, Marvel, superheroes. We've got something for everybody. So, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to all the After Buzz channels to catch all the after shows for your favorite shows. If you're watching on, or if you're watching, wow, if you're listening <laughs> on iTunes or any of your other podcast services, go ahead and give us a five-star review. Leave us a thumbs up in YouTube. Give us some comments. Let us know so we can shout you guys out. We thank you so much for being the bomb fans and making us the ESPN of TV talk. We love you guys. We do the show for you. Without you guys, we wouldn't have a show. I want to dive back into it because we are short on time. We've got a lot more to cover. Uh, so back at camp, Rick goes once again because all of these idols were played. Rick very smartly goes out to look for more idols. Nobody goes after him once again. Come yes, on, guys. I like, didn't get it. Guys, Why? Okay, uh, here, I'm going to preach. Whoever is playing the Mike Talk Survivor drinking game at home here, <laughs> take a swig. If you go on Survivor, look for hidden immunity idols. Yes. Don't be like Lauren and Julie who wait till the final opportunity and find fake idols. Yes. Go look for idols. 
I mean, Rick is literally just like plucking them out of the literally, dress. Literally. They're literally. just there. It they was, can't be that hidden. That it, by far, I think, has been the most frustrating thing to watch all season, which is why, like, even from Tim, even for some people <laughs> who didn't like Devin's, you, you can't the blame the guy me. when nobody goes to challenge him and try and find idols. It's very frustrating when no one tries to switch up the game. I agree, I agree with the both of you. I thought that there, it was definitely a missed opportunity for everybody else that was on that tribe. And seeing Rick go off and find all of these hidden immunity idols, it could have been somebody else's. Furthermore, Rick furthered this whole aspect of Survivor by making not only one, but two fake immunity idols just throw everybody off. Very smart. I might not like him, but I can give him credit. Love it. And Julie finds one. Lauren, right behind her, finds the other. And here's my thing. Here's my thing. Wait, hold on, hold on. She doesn't. She finds the clue. Oh, And then she has has to to go get it, which is even better because Devin's is cracking up. It's amazing. Here's my thing. Very quickly, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Veronica, but I do have to get this off of my chest. It's so funny because when they did this to Rick at a tribal council and they gave him a fake immunity idol, he made a whole stink about it, about how they made him look like a fool on TV, in front of his kids. Yet you have the audacity to go and do that to two, not one, but two people on national TV. So the thing, same thing that you were griping about is the same thing that you're going to do, not one, but to two people. The hypocrisy is real. No. I'm sorry. No, this no, is no, another no, no, reason no. why I, I do not like saying, Devin's. I, I do. I completely understand Thank what you. you're saying. Uh, what I was just going to say is Lauren brought up a really good point in that two idols were played the night <clears> before, <throat> so there was possibly two other idols there. I'm curious, had someone else looked, had Gavin looked, <laughs> had he would he have found an actual other hidden immunity idol? Potentially. But yeah, yeah, potentially, of course. But see, I disagree with you, of course, yet again, on <laughs> Devin's, because I'm going to go back... I know I'm saying consistent. I know I'm saying the same thing I said on that episode when you and I talked about it. Mm-hmm. I thought at the time, and I still think now that Devin's was that was a big charade. I think if you think he's acting with the tears, I absolutely think he was acting with that too. Like you were making me look like a fool in front of my kids. I think he was screwing around because he knew he had a real one anyway. I totally think he was playing. I That's st- why I don't I don't feel the hit Fine, but it still rubbed me the wrong way. It was way. still ah, It still rubbed me the wrong yes. way. Um, I want to get into the second immunity challenge. <laughs> it's six different obstacles. You have to collect the puzzle pieces to solve a puzzle. Um, Chris and Gavin were the first to get all six bags first, so everybody was on the puzzle, and Rick winds up winning this one. Not anything really spectacular about this challenge. I don't want to dive too much into it. I was very frustrated that Rick won because, <laughs> once again, they were trying to get him out, trying to get him, trying to get out, and he keeps winning all of these challenges. Back at camp, Rick and Gavin... Um, Gavin will play his hidden immunity idol for, I mean, sorry, Dev, Rick will play his hidden immunity idol for Gavin if he promises to take him to final three. <clears throat> Once again, we go back to people not closing the door and willing to work with people, and Rick saw an opportunity and he took it. This was great because he knew the entire time, based on what was going on, that Gavin wasn't going home. Mm-hmm. So this is a complete freebie goodwill, right? If he plays the immunity idol for him or not, Gavin's not going anywhere. So you might as well use it for a little bit more leverage. I loved it. Yeah. Hey everybody, before we move on to our next topic, I do want to let you know about Anchor because Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you everything you need in one place for free, just like this show, which you can use right from your phone or computer. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great, just like this one. And they'll even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere podcasts are heard, like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and so many more. You can easily make money from your podcast, too, with no minimum listenership. Get started today by downloading the Anchor app, or you can go to anchor.fm. 
All right, guys, let's get back to the show. What I thought was interesting was that, so Julie has a fake idol. Lauren has a fake idol. Gavin is promised an idol. Gavin has, I mean, Rick has immunity idol. And Chris, Chris idol. has his idol. So every all five people were going into tribal <laughs> thinking that they were safe. And the second tribal council, um, and everybody. And wins immunity. Right, right. Everybody starts playing idols. Julie plays her idol. It's fake. Lauren plays her it's idol. So it's good. fake. Rick plays it's his really idol good. for Gavin. So Gavin is safe. And now Chris plays his idol. So he's safe. The votes go out and Lauren goes home based on, you know, Chris having his I was his slightly idol. disappointed with that because I did like Lauren. I think she is a contestant who who kind of impressed me the most this season just because we saw how out of, how low she was at the beginning of the season and how much she fought back to get to where she was. Agreed. She, she couldn't impressed even you the most? <laughs> yes. I will stand okay. by that statement. All right. <laughs> Moving right along, you guys. Um, I was actually disappointed that Lauren went home as well. We want to know your thoughts uh, on Lauren. I thought she had the, opp- uh, the potential to go all the way, especially over Julie. But, I, yeah. I mean, you know, she was voted off. It's Survivor. I want to talk about the next immunity challenge. Um, this one was very stressful. And this is the point that me and Veronica were literally grabbing each other because it was insane. I could not handle it. So they had to balance on the, the beam, uh, this rocking horse kind of thing, um, and spell out final three. Julie was so close, and she dropped, leaving it open for Chris. Chris winds up winning, and I was just like, at least it wasn't Rick. (laughs) I I want to make a point about this challenge specifically and this season as a whole. With this challenge, I called it at the beginning of the episode. I told you, Tim, I was like, Rick is going to work really hard to stay in it with idols, with immunities, and he's going to blow it at the last challenge. What did he do? He blew it at the last challenge. And this season and this event was so reminiscent of South Pacific to me because it's the, it's the exact same thing. Yes. There's an island that they could go to to win their way back. Ozzy, like Devons, was the target the entire time. Ozzy worked so hard to win at Redemption Island, to win in immunities, to stay in the game. Boom! And lost at the last minute. South Pacific 2.0. You did yeah. say that, but yeah. I also said to you that it might just be um, down to the fire-making challenge, which it was, and I want to talk about that really quickly. So back at camp, Chris and Rick have a very open conversation about what is going to happen, if you will. Um, And Chris basically tells Rick, hey, I'm not 100% comfortable with taking you to the final. And Rick knows that. And so now Chris has to figure out if he wants to send Julie or if he wants to send Gavin to fight Rick in Making Fire. And he helps, what I loved about it is that he helps both of them kind of prepare for it What we did not expect at all was at the tribal, Chris winds up giving his idol to Julie so that he could go against Rick himself in this fire making challenge. Such a huge gamble. We've seen it happen before. We everybody knows from Eric, you never give up individual immunity. And Eric. it was such a huge, huge gamble for them to for him to do that. He's lucky, honestly, that it worked out in his favor. Yes. I think so. At He's least. extremely lucky. That move right there is literally why he won. Yes. So because he won, we get to say it was a really good move. If he had lost, <laughs> it would have been the dumbest move yeah. in Survivor history, well, right? Had, it's a big gamble. Of course. And but I mean, isn't that what Survivor is? I mean, it's always it a gamble. Every is day is with a gamble. Edge of Extinction Island, where, you know, he has only five days or whatever to work with. Yeah. So he's got to take some kind of big gamble. I mean, good on you, but, I mean, was he making fire every day at Edge of Extinction Island? Maybe he was. Yeah. He's just like, I know I'm going to get back in there. Yeah. I'm going to win the fire challenge. Yeah. Like, that's all I'm going to do. So Rick is finally voted out. 
thankfully, they they try to get him out time and time and time again, up until the last possible second, over a fire-making challenge. He gets out. They, they as in Gavin, uh, Julie, and mm-hmm. Chris, wind up, uh, you know, enjoying the, the feast on the last day. What I wrote in the beginning, or right after this, was I said it's a little unfair because Chris, and they brought it up in the jury, but I wrote it down, down before they said it, um, was that Chris hasn't had to get his hands dirty for 25 days. Mm-hmm. He's been on edge of Extinction Island, and he hasn't had to strategize, he hasn't had to deal with votes or hurting feelings or anything like that. Do you all think that Chris partially won because, and we saw it in the jury in the finale, that this was a very salty jury, that the reason why he won is because he really didn't hurt anybody's feelings. He was with them at Edge of Extinction Island. He yeah, was one yeah, of them. That it's, yeah, exactly. That's one of us. Yes. Yeah, one yes. of us got yeah. back in. Yes. Like, oh, he's doing good. Let's give it to him. I, yes. No, I completely agree that that definitely helped him because as we saw, not jumping too far ahead, they were criticizing the gameplay of like, oh, well, you were just on the edge for so many days, blah, 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 which I was really surprised about because I thought that basically playing a game on speed once you get back in was very impressive. Yes. And I'm surprised he took, like, someone getting back in the game took so much criticism. But, uh, okay, are we going to get into now, like, people's pluses and negatives about winning the final three? Not yet, because I do want to say one last thing about... Okay. I mean, it's outwit, outlast, outplay. And I feel like Chris did not outlast everybody. He got voted out. I'm sorry. Yes. I know that he won his way back in, but he did get voted out. Speaking of outlasting everybody, I have a very special guest in studio right now. I don't know what? if you can see her yet, but oh. Miss Paige Bernard. Oh, yeah. You guys, I'm so happy to be back. I like I'm crying over here because I miss you guys so much. How has the season been, you guys? This is Paige, been a- Paige is basically <laughs> coming back in and stealing our thunder, just like Chris. Let, I mean, yeah, this has literally been. I didn't know okay. outlast, but now I'm back. So. Yeah, That's exactly. True. This is just like Chris. I know. It's crazy. So, Pages are Chris. Fan You've favorite. Come back from no. Edgevix. You are a fan favorite. <laughs> fan you have favorite. definitely been missed in the chat. You have you've left me some very very huge shoes to fill. Well, I feel like you're you've been doing a great job. Thank I've been watching you. you guys. You're killing it. Oh. So. We love you. Yes, and I had a pop by for the last episode just because I love. <laughs> Everybody watching Survivor, hey guys, and I love you guys, and I, it's been a great season, and I'm so glad to well, be here. Well, the chat just lit up with high oh, pain. Oh, hey guys. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, it makes me love so happy that you are here. But as you know, we do have a show to finish. All right, fine, so I'll let you finish. don't be mad at me. No, I'm excited. I can't I wait love to hear the you. rest of it. Love um, you guys, too. Is that really, Chris? Because Paige is kind of on the jury right now. Yes. yes. I'm right. judging you guys, yeah, so she is. Here let's we go. see she how is. you do. Oh, I know who she's going for. I want to get into the jury questions, because I thought that there were some really relevant and um, pretty good questions from the jury. One of the things that stood out to me, though, was when Chris tried to ask Gavin a question, and the jury really didn't like that. And we've never had. The, I, I correct me if I'm wrong. I've never seen that in a in a jury where they kind of turned on somebody for trying to ask a question to a fellow player. Am I? Have you guys seen that before? Not to my recollection. Right? Yeah. I mean, this jury was weird, right? They it's were a, salty, it's, like it's I said. It's such a strange season, specifically with the jury, because they all have been there the entire time. Like, mm-hmm. Reem is just pissed off at life, and everybody is just kind of angry because <laughs> they missed their opportunity to come back. This is kind of what I was saying at the top of the show. A lot of the stuff that I don't like about how this show ended was because of the theme, right? So... I really dislike mm-hmm. the outcome of the win, 
right? Because I think Gavin was very deserving because Gavin lasted the entire time. However, like Veronica is saying, Chris crushed it when he came back. So you kind of got to give kudos to that. But again, I go back to, but dude, you got voted out third. Like you should have had no shot whatsoever. Right. But it's the rules of this season. It's really hard to take that into account when making up my mind. I think it's very interesting, Mike, that you bring up the fact that like you don't like kind of how necessarily the outcome was because it tied into the theme so much. And we've obviously seen a few people have not really enjoyed the theme this season. But again, this is kind of a reason why maybe people, some people or maybe even producers could be like, this is this is why we had the theme. This is exactly the kind of outcome that we wanted. This is what makes Edge of Extinction, yada, yada, yada. That was Jeff Probst, by the way. That's scary, <laughs> That's scary though, because that means we're going to have more Edge of Extinction coming up. Uh, probably, but maybe maybe they've learned something about it and maybe they can make it better. Maybe they'll influence some of our opinions. Yeah. In their eyes, the, <laughs> CBS. In their eyes, the gimmick worked. Yes. I want to know this. Mm. I want to know if we would have used the same argument that we used against Chris for, hey, you were on Edge of Extinction Island, you got voted out, you shouldn't have been allowed back in. Not allowed back in, I know that's the wrong words, but technically you didn't really outlast people because you were voted out. Would we have used that same argument against Rick? Because he also got voted out, but yeah, he did fight back in, but that was halfway you, through. Uh, so he yeah. didn't spend that much time on Edge of Extinction Island, he fought his way back. And that's exactly way what people more. would argue. Right. Way more, way more, way more. Rick Rick did way more in the game. He spent way more time in it. I mean, remember, we've kind of been joking around at her expense on Reem this entire season, right? Chris is only two votes later. It's barely anything. Yeah. We're just been making fun of Reem a little bit because she was number one. But Chris is only number three. Yes. Chris is voted off after Keith, who quit. Mm. Right? So, I mean, it's kind of in the same camp with someone who, you know, you kind of got to chill the entire time. Just like Gavin said in the final. There and, and Rick actually chimed in, too, because we know Devin's voted for Gavin kind of along these same lines and the same line of thinking. You didn't have the stress of getting backstabbed. You didn't have to collude with people. You didn't have to make these big moves. You could just kind of chill, collect all this information. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, Chris did a really, really good job of deploying all that information and utilizing when he got back on. But it just, I feel like to a lot of the fans, to me, it kind of leaves a bitter taste in your mouth that he wins. Chris also made a good point, though. And I have to, once again, just give credit where credit is due. Him coming back and making it a point to say, look... I might have gotten voted out, but you had 39 days, speaking to Gavin and Julie, you had 39 days to make a name for yourself, and if I can come back in my last three, do more than you have in the 39 days that you were here, what do you want me to do? Well, let, think, but, oh. but let's be, super quick, let's be straight up honest about what he did do. All he really did do was get out Devin's, which is what they were trying to do the entire time. So you think that they, that was his biggest move? A thousand percent. If Devin's doesn't go home... Actually, this is really good because, guys, we had to start this show immediately after we got done watching. Anybody who watched the recap, let us know in the chat. Did Jeff do what he loves to do, that old... If Devin's was still in the game, everybody raise your hand who would have voted for Devin's. And let us know would Devin's have won. Because I think... Hands... Unanimous. Unanimous, he wins. Well, but... What what I was just going to say is, like, honestly... Mike is saying it leaves a bit of a bitter taste in your mouth, which I completely understand. However, I, I'll admit that I was, in a sense, satisfied that Chris had won, and I think it's only because he played, like, a very, very intense game when he got back. Had he not done any of that, I think it would have 
gone to Gavin. It should have gone to Gavin, and if it didn't, it would be very sad. Yeah, I don't know. I might be a little biased in this because I've never really been a fan of Rick in the way that he played his game. I thought I was annoyed by him. I thought he had a very arrogant and and just just arrogant attitude throughout the entire game. Um, but that being said, I seeing the jury and how they felt asking their questions, like we said, they were very bitter, very salty jury. I'm wondering if they would have felt that way toward Rick if they had voted for him. So <laughs> if you, keep an eye on the chat because I want to know. They didn't. I'm, they they say did Jeff didn't yeah. do that this well, season. Thanks I am a lot, curious, Jeff. though. I'm, I'm curious if <laughs> I... the only interesting <laughs> thing no, no, no. to do in the reunion. Yeah. I'm curious, though, if I... Like, after hearing myself, I'm like, gosh, did I fall for the edge of extinction? Because, like I said earlier, I was, I was surprised that the jury who had been on edge of extinction, who were fighting for the exact same thing, were giving Chris so much heat yeah. for, you know, being like, well, you didn't do much because you didn't... Ha- you were on the edge for 28 days and you didn't backstab and do all this and do all that. I'm like, that's the exact same argument. That, that, that You would be in the exact <clears throat> same position if that were you. Right. So I'm surprised that there wasn't a little bit more like underdog comeback story type tone in their their conversation. I think it comes down to okay, let's get this right off the bat. Personally too and toss in the chat what you guys think. I much more prefer it when it was a final two, like in the original days. I don't like final three. Regardless, to me right here, this was a final two. Julie doesn't really count. It's between the two guys. Okay? (laughs) So, what it comes down to is do you discredit the fact that Chris was voted off? If you are okay with adopting the rule set of extinction, that it's okay that Chris is voted off, he's still just as valid to come back in, then you're saying, okay, who deserves it more? Who did more? And if you're really looking at it, you're probably saying Chris. Gavin participated, he built good social stuff and all that kind of stuff, but, I mean, Devin's... In the end of the end group, he really did the most of finding idols, winning challenges, and all that kind of stuff. So if you look at it from that perspective, Chris coming in, smashing it, and getting getting out Devins, who was the dominant player, mm-hmm. then I guess, yeah, you give it to him. I, I, I agree with you. I thought that Chris should have won out of the three. <clears throat> but I do think that it is unfair for you to say, Mike, that Julie doesn't deserve... It as much as the two people that she is sitting next to. I feel like they all deserved it in different ways. And Julie says that in her argument, which really compelled me to be like, wow, I think that, yeah, you do deserve it. Good for you. Because she says, you know, I'm not this aggressive player as you all were. I played my game differently. But it was that gameplay that got me sitting here. And it didn't. And your gameplay didn't get you sitting here. And then she also says, you know, I I love what she said was, I already am who I came out here to prove to be. And I love that line because, once again, we talk about Survivor and why it means so much to all of us as people. And it's it's always the contestants that play that say, you know, I came out here for a million dollars, but I learned so much more about myself that it's so much more, it's so much better than the million dollars that I could have won, knowing what I know now about myself. And I feel like Julie is one of those players. I just want to... I just want to piggyback off of that, Mike, because this reminded me of a comment that I a comment that I said to you early on when they were and when Jeff was doing his whole little interview after everyone just lost coming back from the Edge of Extinction Challenge, and Kelly made a really good point of returning players of being like, "I'm here to win in a sense because I've already had the experience." Yeah, right, right. Basically, I blame Paige for all of this because <laughs> Tim and I used to agree on everything <laughs> until Paige left, and now we disagree on you everything. Guys, you got to keep it interesting. It's yeah, really it's. It's really your fault. You guys <laughs> didn't always used to agree on everything. Yeah, no, it you used guys to be me, versus the girls. Me versus you always. Always. Oh, yeah. always. Of yes. course. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
you say that Julie, in her own right, made it to the final three. Yes. I would counter with Julie got taken to the final three because they knew she wasn't going to win. It wasn't. It wasn't even a choice when it was between her and Lauren. Lauren's got a shot. Lauren's doing good in challenge. Lauren, it wasn't even a real big decision. Even when Julie finally won an immunity, she was like, I'm sorry, Rick. Like, I just want to win something. Like, but she I, got taken because she was beatable. And I agree with, I, I, I half agree with you, but I feel like that's what we've come to know because of Survivor. I feel like because of all these aggressive players that have come out throughout these seasons, throughout the years, this is what we've grown to expect from players to win. So we disregard and we discredit these people who don't have these very aggressive gameplays that play with their hearts, that play with, hey, I'm going to make a social connection with you, a genuine social connection with you, and yet, when it comes to the end, I didn't backstab you, so I don't deserve to win. But do you think But do you think she got to the final three because of a genuine social connection? Yes. No. You don't, you don't think she got to the final three because they could beat... She didn't get one vote. Well, who cares about a social right. connection? They're you trying to win right. a million dollars. You are right. You, More yes. importantly is your boy Joseph Boza in the chat saying <laughs> that we did a great job and he yeah. would have tapped yeah. out after the third episode because this season was boring. I was just about oh, to bring that up. Yeah. So hell yeah, And Joe. also, Tim, everybody's saying that you did like an amazing job leading everybody through hey. this season oh. because it's been so crazy. That's so, so sweet. Nice you, guys are, you guys are amazing. That's Thank you. I want to get into the votes very quickly. Um, obviously, we know Chris won. Surprise! Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, but what fascinates me about this is that pe- there was four votes for Gavin. Everybody else voted for Chris. The people that voted for Gavin were Kelly, Lauren, um, Aurora, and Rick. Rick voted for Gavin. Are we surprised? Victoria did not vote for Gavin. That I'm more surprised about. Oh, Rick. I mean, Mike, you're sitting over there with your mind blown. What's happening? I don't care about that. I care what Joseph Boza just wrote <laughs> about the next season because what? we didn't get to see it. No, what is it? Let us know. Okay, Cycle 39, Island of the Idols with Boston <gasps> Rob and Sandra as coaches what? slash mentors. San- Sandra's <laughs> coming. Let's I love her. go. That people, sounds a, a lot of people fun. in the chat seem kind of eh about it, though. Boston, Rob, and Sandra, like, come on, yeah, guys. Oh, yeah, like, sure. I want to see them school some youngsters. Here's one Two thing. completely different players, by the way. Love it. Here's one thing that me and Paige have learned doing this show for a while. When they come out with a very exciting... Um, um, Theme. Next season or yeah. theme, we're always like, yeah, we're really excited, and then it turns out to be a bummer. I mean, Edge of Extinction Island, for example, we were all very excited about Edge of Extinction Island. It was definitely better than David versus Goliath, but, but David, David versus, versus Goliath, Goliath was so much it. better. Yeah, yeah. Edge of Extinction. I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm not gonna no, base no, any the, opinions yeah. on the theme. The more boring seasons that we think are going to be yeah. boring or lame end up being like the best ones. Yeah, yes. I just want to so. see those players come back. That's, Me too. That's more of a, yeah, Me yeah. too. I, I would personally want to save Boston Rob for another type of season. Like, I'm a, glad, like, a, like a Challenge yeah. Beast season. I'm glad that they're coming back as mentors and not as contestants because as we saw in this season, the people who come uh, come back as returning players with Targets mixed, right away. They're targets yeah. right away. Well, I want to see Sandra win a third Chel- time. Chelsea M90 in the chat says, Sandra, no thank you. Mute button in effect. Oh, oh, I love that. I like that, I want to see Sandra win a third time. Oh my God. Just be right. like, no, 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 I'm literally unbeatable at Survivor. Um, that is our <laughs> our review of our season finale of Survivor Edge of Extinction Island. You guys, do you have any last thoughts? I have one um, last thought. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. It's okay. just about me, of course. But Joseph... Paige comes back and just monopolizes this show. I have something... I have well, a final thought and a first thought. Maybe Joseph somebody said, should have did the season with us. <laughs> it's just about me wanting to play Survivor, like always, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Joseph said, Paige would be America's favorite, be invited back to play multiple times, and see you would hand her $100,000. Oh, oh, all right, so, all right. I, I, you guys, I gotta 
try. Yes, you That's do. That's my final I, You do, you do. I want them to go back to a more original style show. I want final two. I want a car prize. Mm. I want to go back in time. Okay. Veronica, back last in thoughts? Time. Um I mean, obviously, if this idol thing is happening next season, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess it is, um, I, I mean, I just hope it works out. I was my prediction was going to be I kind of hope for just like a normal season, like David versus Goliath, where it's all about gameplay, not necessarily gimmicks. Yes, I will keep my hopes up for the next season, you guys. This whole uh, hidden idol island thing, um, we. I had a really great time hosting the show. I mean, I know, as Joseph Bosa said in the chat, it was a very slow season, but we mm-hmm. tried to make the most of it. I wouldn't have been able to do it without these two beautiful people sitting next to me. This was so fun talking with you guys. Super I fun. I got one last thing, show. if I may, if yes, I may, from the chat, from uh, from Sheena and Eric, all you guys hanging out with us so much. Thank you so much. I want to bring back one thing we talked about a few episodes ago. For the next season after, season 40 has got to be an international season of all international winners. I'm down. Yes. Boom. Yes. Let's go. Um, Let's go. And I need to shout out, oh my goodness, who had Chris on there? Um, uh, their, I don't think anybody. Nobody Chris had Chris? Third. That's right. Oh my gosh. That's we right. all win. We all win. No, 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 no. Gavin got second. I had Gavin. I win. Oh, fine. Whatever. Woo! Fine. You win. I had Rick, um, who's the real winner. <laughs> who will be back on a future season, which is the most important thing. Yeah, you yeah. guys, we will see you guys next season. Where can our fans find you beautiful people? Mike, go. Ah, my name is Mike Feeling. Thanks for hanging out so much with us. You can find me everywhere at Mike Feeling. Everyone, it's been such a pleasure talking Survivor with you all. You can find me, Veronica Valencia, on Twitter and Instagram, and it's me, Veronica underscore V. Paige, you want to give a shout out? Of course. You guys can all find me on all social media at Paige Bonato, and thanks for having me back in the studio tonight. You guys, the four of us are literally about to head over to the Survivor after party, so we're hoping to meet some of the contestants that we just watched. Um, My name is Timothy Michael. You can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike. It has been a pleasure. We will see you guys next season. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.